Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, the new M4, the G82. Yeah, he's a huge car guy. I love it. Yeah. I'm a car guy, too. And a UFC we guy. Yeah, we're, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to talk. Let's start this episode because the episode will this, never start. Dude, we'll never start, <laughs> yeah, We'll just talk about cars all day. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, why not? <laughs> <laughs> We got Big Birdo in the building. Big Birdo, man. AKA Lorenzo Tejada. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's here, baby. Listen, listen. Thank One you, Jens. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm scared of him. Bro, the the first scene I ever watched him do was when so we were shooting outside of the prison because mm-hmm. we shot in a in a real prison. Yeah. Um, like they were legitimately were going up the elevator with inmates, and I was like, this is wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you had the scene where you put Kane's face against the wall and then you and we, you scraped it. Yeah, yeah. Kane had to get beat up that day. That day. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, and the interesting thing about that, I didn't do the beating up, but it was like, you know, that that whole concept of him having to come in afterwards and see his son. I I, I won't lie, that was uh I had some good moments in the back. And <laughs> I, I'll always remember meeting uh, Woody on the way to set on the van, in the van, and, and uh, we that conversation will, will live in my mind forever because it was like we we just we were just trying to prepare with the very little time that we had, but it, it was impactful. You know, that was, was the a first lot time going. you met him. That was the first time we met. It was on the way Damn, to, to, to shoot fine. that one. Yeah, and <laughs> so you know, it was like, hey, how you doing? Introducing yourselves while at the same time. Oh, you're knowing, my son. <laughs> yeah, you're my son. And in 20 minutes, we're about to we're beat about to dive ass. into. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna beat your ass, and we're gonna dive in, into some real, real, real emotional stuff. But yeah, man, it's been a blessing. What can I say? It's. Things like that kind of, I, 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 my whole career has always been about the one moment that started out very small and then somehow, you know, mm. turned into something more. Right. And, you know, that, that, that was one of those moments starting out, you know, starting out in my journey on this, on this power, in this power world and the ghost world. So. I love that so much. And you are such a, you are a loved slash hated character, but you know if people respond to you, yeah. you're doing oh, yeah. something right. Whether they hate you or love you, if they respond to you, it's still love at the end of right. the day. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's from, and yeah. that's coming from the OG. <laughs> that's the OG. That's, that's a huge compliment. Oh, hey, <laughs> yeah, no, listen, it's 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 about the truth, you know? It's not to get too, you know, mushy or, or, or like a little, you know, too too weird about it. But it really is just about being as truthful and, you know, having the most integrity possible. Right. And whether it's the good, bad guy, indifferent, you know, co-star, guest star, whatever it is, man, you just have to kind of go out there and, and put out the absolute truth every time. Right. Listen, everybody knows on this podcast I could talk about acting for hours because I there's nothing I love more in the world. You, you do dive into it, man. I, I, I do appreciate that. But I sometimes, gotta say. sometimes people get bored. That's why I like to go on other stuff. But yeah. I did want to say that scene where I watched you when you bent down, I was at the monitor. And I was like, wow. Like, 
the, Thank you. The power that you bring without actually doing much is yeah. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's your look, your the voice, voice, everything combined. But I'm a huge fan of your work. And I just want to say, like, I'm so excited to have you here. And I'm just Thank glad you, that, like, you know, we've crossed, crossed paths and we're yeah. on this journey together now. So me, I, myself, and I appreciate the kind words, man. I, I honestly think that, you know, it's been a long journey. And I think that... All, the whole time is, you know, not to, again, not, and I know you love it, so I won't say it I anymore. Do. It's okay. <laughs> it never really has been about anything else other than just being completely fucking honest. Right. Mm. It, 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 you know, everyone has their opportunity to create their brand and be the artist that they want to be. That's fine, and I don't, I'm not in judgment of anyone, but I think that at the core of what we do, the real truth of it is, is that you just have to be completely honest. Right. And... That was a character that is strange to me, but the connection between those two human beings is not strange to any of us. Right. Mm. You know, and that's a father-son relationship. We, we, we do know what that's about. Right, right. We all right. know how that goes. Whether you have him your whole life or whether you have him... Half of your life. Half of your life, your life, it doesn't matter. Right. That is a intimate connection that starts... Like, I remember vividly, like, sticking my little finger in the little... In, my daughter had to be put in a box in the beginning, whatever they call that, little incubator, whatever, and yeah. I stuck my finger out, man, and then she squeezed it. Mm -hmm. She squeezed it hard. With her eyes closed, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a connection that there's nothing either one... Nobody can do anything about it. Just, that just happens. Can't right? even explain that. No, you can't even explain it. It's inexplicable. But but mm -hmm. but I... In that conversation to... to, to the, the set that day, that's what Woody and I honed in on. And so I just told him, like, man, look, this is about me convincing you about something. But you're going to walk out the door. And I don't, I don't, you know, Lorenzo doesn't live with any of you guys. Right. The strength that I, the, the only time I have any kind of power over you is in here. And that's pseudo power because I'm not there to enforce any of it. I have to, you know, Lorenzo has to leave enough of an impression where you're going to go, you're going to want to go out and do that. Right. And I think that that's... Yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's a difficult that's, job. That, that's a difficult job. And yeah. the entire, up until the moment, you know, in season two when he comes out, that's everything that I did in, in this, everything, how I prepared for the show was with that idea and that concept in mind is that <laughs> you can't enforce anything you do here. Man. Right. You can't. You can't hold anybody accountable. You just got to hope that they do what you say. Right. So, so what, what was your first episode? Number four. And it was the, it, that, it was the meeting with, uh, with one of the kids. It was actually, uh, if I recall correctly, also a scene with Woody. Uh, oh, well, actually, that was number six because that was Eve directing. So I think it was three or four. Eve directed six. And it so was, maybe it was, to it was Latoya, maybe. So it was Latoya, yeah. and it was, the, it, it was with the kids, and then it was also a couple of scenes with Mary visiting the jail, right? Mm. right. Or Monet right. visiting yeah, the jail. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Monet. Sorry, we get it. Mon we do it. Monet do it visiting the jail. <laughs> um, so and, and it started out just you know it started out just like a you know this obviously this person is is in jail and he's the husband like a peripheral character and then. Thankfully, you know, Mark 50 and, and Courtney and everyone, thank you. The powers that be allowed him to become a series regular in the second season. So, yeah. Yes. So it's, it's yes. fucking... Which was a great... Life-changing. Great. Right. As, you've, as I've heard you say a bunch of times, it is a... Man. You change... I remember one of the readings that we did, mm. um, one of the table reads, virtual ones, the, the, you know, when Courtney was 
you told us you changed my life. I don't even know what to say. You, so yeah. you were just in your moment. You were like, yeah, you changed my life. There's <laughs> nothing else I could have said in say. that moment. It's just like, you did this much for me. You changed my life. You changed my life. Like, that's that, literally all that needs to be said. You it, changed it, my it, life. I'm sure the sentiment was felt all around that virtual room because it was... She has for all of us, yeah. you know. This 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 journey certainly has for all of us. So. We we got like two crew has it prototype, um, uh, like uh, b- bags, double like bags. duffel, yeah, duffel bags. And Michael had one, and I had one. And Courtney came over to our ho- house in LA, and she uh, she was like, "Oh, I like I want one of those bags." And I was like, "Just take mine." And I gave it to her. She's like, "No, no, no, no." I was like, "You don't have to do that." I was like. You didn't have to change my life. <laughs> she was like, on yeah. that note, I will I'll take, take it. the bag. <laughs> yeah. it, it's yours when you came in. Right. So right. It's yours already. Yeah. Courtney, anything you want? Anything it's yours. You want, it's yours. <laughs> Literally, though. Like, yeah. you don't even got to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just open my fridge, come in, yeah. whatever you want. It's yeah. yours. Right. No, you want, it's, you that's gratitude, man. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. It's amazing, yeah. man. What an opportunity. We, you know, that, that's how it goes for us, right? We just spend, you know, decades. Yeah. I know people Damn that spend... Decade, yeah. n- Couple of decades, myself included, and and then suddenly, boom! Right. Suddenly, there you are, and 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 that's almost as hard as, you know, being ready for that moment is almost as hard as like, all the attempts that you to try get to, that to get to that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then you gotta. Because it always hits you when you least expect it. Like, yeah, and then you can yeah. you can be titty tatting and you can be, you know, you can be bullshitting around. You gotta show up at that moment. So all those years of that work should should be evident. The first fucking 10 seconds of your work you know like it should just come out right even if you're like a little you get another take but even if you're over like if you overdid it you can do it again but at least let all that shit out because it's it's fuel man it's it'll fuel get there fire. it'll it'll get there right. it's fuel for fire you go far you go low yeah you'll find a sweet spot a couple takes in listen we know it's halloween but we don't want you to have any werewolf situation going yeah, on down there. Yeah, listen, you can't be looking spooky down there. Yeah. It's not going to work. You can't have patches on your pumpkins, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's hair on your balls. Mike, have you ever tried to shave your balls and it turned into a Freddy Krueger film? Uh, I mean, you know. Just cool. me? Okay, cool. I got a lot of stuff going on down there. Because <laughs> I didn't have Manscaped. But now... We smooth, baby. Yeah. Even though it's not a smooth sack summer, we still carrying the smooth sacks into the floor. We're not it's playing like a scream, baby. That knife just goes in and comes right out clean. <laughs> Listen, man, we trying to avoid the tricks and have more treats. So this is what you're going to do. Wait, I want some tricks over here. <laughs> oh, we talking about a different thing. Go on, man. <laughs> but listen, you want more treats? You get that performance pack 4.0. I mean, you can't lose with it. You can't lose. All right, so now for those that don't know, what does the performance pack 4.0 consist of? It's got the crop preserver, Mike. It's got the crop reviver. Bring it's that got back the to crop life. duster. I made that last one up. It's got the first two, though. <laughs> I'm the crop duster in here. Okay. But you know what is real? They did just release a new body buffer. Whatever the f- So it's 100% antibacterial body scrub. You know what I'm saying? You could <clears throat> exfoliate. You know what I'm saying? Get the, sc- the, sc- the skin smooth. You know, you got to get that shit smooth. I have always wanted to be just a hairless boy. Just no hair on me. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, listen. You know how it goes. You want that 20% off? You want that free shipping? Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code CLUE. Use the promo code CLUE. Come on. Support the boys. Okay, we want scary stuff happening. We don't want you to look at your cart and go, oh, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? My bank account's scary. That's not going to happen. 20% off promo code. And no shipping, baby. Promo code CLUE. C-R-E-W. Simple as that. Now back to the episode, baby. Back to the episode. So where did you start? Like, I want to know, like... 
Because I really don't know. Like, we've had a ton of conversations. Yeah. With cars, this and that. But, like, we really haven't sat on set and talked about, like, your journey, which is why me and Mike started this podcast. Because yeah. we want to, like, get to know you guys and the fans do as well. So, like, I want to hear it. Well, I mean, listen, it started, like, in typical fashion in college. I, I was, I went to Fordham University and I. No I, way. I, I you went to Fordham. Fordham. Yes. You play football? Yeah. One of yeah. my closest cousins actually went to Fordham, too. Is he there now? Or nah, he's not there no okay. more. Eli went to Fordham. Oh, okay. yeah. Eli went to Fordham. Rose Hill? Or did he go to Lincoln Center? Um, I'm not sure exactly. Was I think it was Lincoln Center though? The, in took, the city. He took the one city. class. No, no, no. He went to the one in um the in Bronx. The, in the Bronx. In the Rose Bronx. Hill. Yeah, yeah. He went to yeah. the one in the Bronx. Same, yeah. same. So yeah, look yeah, at yeah. that small world. <laughs> and we also have Orange. You you didn't know that we did Orange together. Orange is the New Black. You you played and I played Orange is the New Black. What the? Fuck? Yeah, he was in Orange is yeah. the New Black. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I played Michael. I played I played the Suns. Yes, you <laughs> played the Suns. That's so funny. We literally to a Ranger. You played Michael. Yeah. We went to a Ranger game like three four months ago. Oh yeah. Like one of the girls who's like the leads of the show. Yeah. She was like in the room downstairs with us and they were talking about power and she was like yeah I'm on Orange is the New Black and Michael's like yeah I was on that too and I'm like he's just so like nonchalant about it. He's like, he's like yeah I think I did a couple episodes of that show too and she's like what episodes did you do? And yeah. Like, oh is this character? She's like oh yeah. It speaks to the to the journey that a lot of us have had so and a lot of like you know pretty groundbreaking I've had you know I've been on some really groundbreaking stuff you know right. Orange being one of them. And Orange the fact that we have that insane. I mean, Netflix, Netflix is not Netflix without, uh, without right. Orange. Lily Hammer, Orange is the New Black, and, and there was a third one there. Uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Mm -hmm. you that was the beginning. In yeah. fact, I... Is Lily Hammer good? Yeah, dude, that I was a watch great it. series. Ben I, Sant, I Sant Sant love in European that, in that film. I mean, in that series, incredible. Yeah, so, like, okay. the language and everything is European? That's or? A, that's a, an American language show, if I'm mistaken. Well, it was a remake of, a, I believe, a European show, but the one, the series, I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right. Scratch that. Please yeah. eliminate that. That <laughs> that's an American show. That's an American. But I watch a ton of foreign. Um, I started yeah. one last night. It was well, it's on. It's a Norwegian uh, uh, um, like crime murder mystery. I love those for yeah. some reason. No, no. Bro, they, you gotta they, start sending me the shit that you start watching. Like well, any new bro, shit you watch. Everyone watch Snaba Cash on Netflix. It's like power. Yes. But it's um Swedish. Yes. Mm. It's you, have you seen it? It's fucking incredible. The, so Netflix hasn't just opened doors for like all this incredible content on the American side. Like you got to dive into like European right. series, that's the best Spanish, stuff. Spain stuff yep. that's coming from Spain. Like yeah. this is just straight. Like, up. Isn't isn't, right. isn't um, like money heist? Like isn't money, money heist? heist? Money heist. From, yes. Because yeah. here's the Brazil. thing: we all have our we have our American Breaking Bad. We have, but all these countries have their own like. Incredible and stories insane, that we don't know, especially like the Spanish. Like yeah. the, those fan bases are yeah. insane. Right. Yeah, bro. like they're right. unbreakable. Yeah, like, those fan bases, like even just like even like the music artists, like Bad Bunny, like all those type of artists. The, every one of their fan bases right. are incredible, bro. Like, yeah, it's un, like it's unbeatable. Bro. I, I mean, I speak Spanish, so for me, like it, it, I can. It's like what you like when you get the sense of what the show is about from the actual work mm -hmm. in Spanish. But if you don't speak, if you don't speak the language and you get the point. Right. Mm. Like, you see the work. Right. Mm. You have the subtitles or whatever, but you see it. Yeah. You know, like, you, you can hear, you you can can hear, hear it. There's a sense of I, I have to watch all that. that with the... With the Initial, the original um, language, like I have to watch it in Norwegian or Spanish, or yes. that, and then I'll watch it up because that's where the acting I hate is. when it's dubbed. I right. hate when it's dubbed. Yeah. It's like different. Watch, yeah. Well, you subtitles. don't want to watch a dubbed. You rather have yeah, subtitles. Yeah. I rather have every subtitles day, and, yeah. and then actual, you watch the actual yeah. Yeah. voice, the, the original. Yeah. You just the original. match the subtitles to the, yeah. to the voice. I'm a yeah. I'm a voice in like four or five foreign Netflix shows. Someone sent me. Really? Yeah. Someone someone recently sent me Power from from like. 
South America and powered and the voice yeah. is completely it's crazy. Fucking. It's insane. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. So 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 uh, you started in college. So in I started in college for yep. you and I uh, had a couple of friends who basically one of my best friends, uh, Mark Rodriguez, he's the, the godfather to my first daughter. He was studying uh, directing and filmmaking at SUNY Purchase. Nice. And you know, I played football, and 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 I had an injury. My my initial. In fact, I got recruited at a high school, injured already. Which you know, I was uh, I was kind of a badass. Uh, so I did redshirt. Uh, I was a linebacker in high school, and then I became a strong safety and then running back. Fire, you know, but fire. I should have just stayed. I on played defense. safety as well when I used yeah, to play football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great position, bro. It's fun. You just get to react and blow people yeah, up. Yeah, just fucking tackle people. <laughs> it is literally. the most. <laughs> and right, it was right up my alley. This is what I needed. Free safety had to be a lot faster, you know. And corners are just corners. Corners and free safeties are the most incredible athletes. That's the position my cousin Eli played. He yeah. Played corner, yeah. He played DB. The combination of speed and just pure speed and strength is something else. But anyway, strong safety, you just get to blow people up. And so I had an extra year and my all my electives towards the end, uh, I had sort of already graduated my first major and then I double majored in like communications and sort of film. And so that's what I, that's what I kind of focused on my last my last semester of school, mm -hmm. and um, or my second my second half of the school year, my senior year, and uh, so started kind of dipping my feet in the water, if you will. At that time, I actually wrote one of the classes. One of my electives was a, a, a filmmaking class and script writing class, and uh, my final project was a, a small film, final scene on Friday, mm -hmm. and I used my friends to shoot it. Right and. Shot it in Throg's neck, uh, up the street from my house. That's fine. That was my first initial, you know, diving into the work and diving into this world. And there was a lot, there was a, I won't bore you with a lot of details, but essentially I spent, a, you know, a good while, four, five, six, maybe seven years, kind of like finding out what this was about. And when you're in New York, you basically, you know, you go down to Astor and you go, you, you you go out to Joe's Pub and you start to kind of mingle with people and you try to find off, 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 off-Broadway plays that you can get involved in. You, of course, start taking acting classes. Mm -hmm. You kind of start diving in. You start finding these small circles in the city and it was no different for me. And 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 that was the journey, you know. And I, ironically enough, my first real job in the business was a, a commercial. And that's how I got my first agent. That was AJ, was AJ yeah. and you. Literally, our first jobs was a commercial. Honestly, it's how a lot of people Who's your commercial? CESD, by chance? I don't even, I don't have, a, I, don't think <laughs> I, have a, I don't think I have a commercial agency, but like, that was literally my first That's job, the first, first job. I, yeah. I did a commercial for Price Chopper. So I did a Grolsch commercial that ended up even not panning out because it was a, a European contract or whatever, but that, that basically got me an introduction from my, the other person that had gotten cast who went on the call was a, a, a CESD uh, client, and I got introduced, and I found out that one of the agents in there actually went to Fordham, too. So there's always really? relationships involved, yeah. you know, but the, the one who actually signed me was uh, not a Fordham graduate, but just, you know, that's how it all started with that first commercial. I think I got my SAC card in 06 or 07. Fine. I graduated in 97, so there goes your first 10 years of just exploration and Nose and nose and walls and, but I, I had a lot of fun and, and you know a lot of off Broadway stuff. So my my beginning was all theater and small theater at right. that. A few little, few little film projects, student films at NYU here and there. But it was essentially that was the beginning and then right, slowly, mostly. you know, you go through soap operas in New York, right? The one liners or the under fives and like you know SVUs, uh, SVUs the Blue Bloods. And, yeah. Uh, Did you do New SVU? York on the cover. I I have. Not, that's the one, man. That's the. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wolf. What's <laughs> yeah. going on, man? Yeah. Um, yeah no, I've, I've tried. You know, a hundred times. 
maybe more. <laughs> it just hasn't panned out. But right. all the other ones, you know, right. New York on the cover. I mean, it's just it starts little, little, little by little, and then. And then you get like the one, the one thing that kind of puts you on the map. You know, right. you find your agents. You kind of kind of have to break through that. That uh, that is the most pain, dude. It's the worst. It's like uh, I freelance. Just everything. I think I was freelancing like, with like maybe three different agents at the at the same time during right. some time. You know, because it was like, oh, we like you, but we don't want to sign you. Just right. Well, they they hip pocket you. They of course right. they keep you. You know, but that's Try fine. Use me. I use you. You know. I mean. Right. You submitting me for something is more has more credentials than me submitting myself. Right. So play right. the game. So so you you're doing theater around the city. You're living in New York. Living in New York. Always lived here. Always. You know. I travel. I did this this thing years ago in California when I traveled for one of these uh, shows that I won't mention because it was more. It was really weird because it was like more of a non script. It was like non scripted kind of reality stuff that I kind of dove into. Right. But then after that, I came here, and it was uh, it was time to kind of get serious, you know. Like right. I kind of tasted a little bit of what a full production would be like. Right. I was sequestered for like a month, you know. In that time, a lot of changes in my life. You know, I found out my 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 future wife at the time was not, but my future wife was pregnant, and I actually won this competition. So I came home with a little bit of cash. Nice. Mm. Kind of gave me a glimpse of possibilities like, right man, like you know i made little noise over here and i can i can kind of continue to grow from this so um and then after that came the real agent and the real manager right. and like the real calls and like now you're seeing actual the director of an episode who's going to sit in like your callback at right. this time things like that it was a, it was a it was an evolution and and it took years man it just takes takes a long time right. Right. You know. And then was your first like big notable thing like where you felt as if you're making an impact was that Orange or I think Orange was that yeah, Definite Orange as a new black was the first kind of big platform that, you know, and that was I think 2007 and 2008. And again, the same kind was of deal. Was that like, long ago? Yeah, man. That's fucking I did not know Netflix was around that long. Well, I mean, maybe am I fucking up the dates not 2007. It was around it was my yeah, daughter, yeah, my right. daughter. 2008, I think that's when Netflix started. Yeah, 2008, my daughter was born, and shortly that's after so that, weird. maybe, you know what, I'm sorry, I'll take that back. I think this was around 2012 or 2013. That's what I thought, yeah. yeah. So 2008 is when I did that other show in California. Yeah, and 12 is when Netflix 12 is when yeah, it started, yeah, yeah, 12 and yeah. 13. And so, you know, between 2008 and 2012, was four years of, like, all that soap and all those, like, right. you know. What but, soap did you do? What was it? Oh, my God, dude, all of them. All my children, I did, you know, uh... I don't even know the fucking names anymore, but but I basically did like four or five different soap operas and nice. Were they guest everything stars that shoots multiple? here? There's one that I think all my I think what's the one that uh, shoots in Brooklyn? There's one that's a studio in Brooklyn. I forget. In Brooklyn, I don't know what. There's soap a studio in Brooklyn. Yeah. I know in LA, it's like Days of Our Lives, um, uh, General Hospital. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are those are the, the West Coast. But the, basically, there's three or four main staples here. Who I'm, I'm sorry. I just Guiding Light? Is that one of them? Guiding Light yeah. and All My Children. And then there was another one, uh, Days of Our Lives. Yeah, th that Days of Our Lives is L.A. Okay. Yeah. No, and and Young and the Rest of the Day. Then I've done. I just forgot. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but it was, you know, it's just part of the journey of the, of the New York actor I see it, you know. And then I, I, I joined Labyrinth for like, I, I remember I was taking all those, the lab, the Labyrinth Theater. You know, I did right. a lot of work there. Yeah. Maybe two or three summers, two or three different like you know in intensives and whatnot. I did some small showcases all over the place. I mean, I studied with like three different people in New York, and then 
Right. This opportunity shows up, and basically, we weren't told what it was. Essentially, it's like, ah, oh, new streaming service is doing the show, and yes, yeah, so you had no idea how big no, it was going to be. No, yeah. and you just go in, and it's an audition for this, and you know, little yeah, one year later, Orange Is the New Black. What up, y'all? How you doing? It's Gianni. I am out here in Europe right now. Obviously, I'm not in the regular studio. Michael's in Jamaica, but I wanted to take a quick second to talk to you about our friends over at ShipStation. Um, they are a new sponsor for the podcast, and we're super excited. If you have a side hustle, if you have a main hustle, if you have any type of hustle, ShipStation is the place for you, okay? You could sell merch. You could sell pretty much anything except, you know, it's not like Course Craig. You know, it's a little different than that, but I do want to say that it integrates with everything. It integrates with eBay, Amazon, Shopify. It makes you easier to manage your own store with minimal effort. So make sure you go to www.shipstation.com. Use the promo code THECREW. You can be your own boss. Could you imagine? You can set up your own site with everything. It's so easy nowadays, okay? There's no more go daddy this, go daddy that. You don't got to go to all these stores. You don't got to talk to all the people. You can do it all yourself, okay? And trust me, I see all the guys reaching out to me. They have clothing lines. They have merch. They want me to try all this stuff. Download ShipStation, sell it online, send me the link, and me and Michael check it out. We'll, we'll see how it looks. So make sure you use the promo code THECREW. Again, that's ShipStation.com. Use the promo code THECREW, and you get free 60-day trial. Back to the episode. So, so simultaneously, you're obviously your wife has a kid. Yeah. So simultaneously, at the same time, I'm trying to be a husband. I'm I'm bartending. Like, but, but that's what I was curious because like I, I I catered. I I catered. I, oh, I waited the table. I, I got really lucky. I got into the club scene in New York from a you know since, and I got to work some really intense like nightclubs and and like Avalon. Right. And, Hudson Terrace. It's and okay. I, Michael does this every episode where he eats in the middle of the episode, so don't uh, mind. No, me. no, no. It's okay. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I spent a lot of time doing the uh, doing the um, the nightlife, nice. you know, and that kind of... I make good money, you right. know, gee, I made... I yeah, made you make good money, money. I made yeah. good money. I was sustaining a family at the time, right. you know, we bought a house in 2010, I mean, and there's, you know, you just, you got to make ends meet. My right. wife, who has the... She's an absolute saint for putting up with all this stuff for all these years. You know, yep. she obviously has. She's a, she's an attorney and a lawyer. Went to school. Oh, nice. She also went to Fordham and went to Albany Law. And uh, but yeah, you know, between the two of us, we, we 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 make it work. We made it work. And she extremely patient, as you know. This <laughs> right. could be. This is this is a very selfish career that we're all in. Yeah, you know I mean? I'd, we, I'd say 100%. so. I mean, and Hell. you know, not directly, but indirectly, we 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 do ask a lot of other people. Right. We put them. We put them in terrible positions. At we times. do, right. and it's not even like we mean to, but it's just like sometimes, yeah. like that's a business. We need like we you, need. you're so focused on your goal, and it's like you're diving in. It's like okay, well, I mean, I am actually forgetting about this person's dreams and ideas and hopes that they have for for me, and, right? Or for us together, and I'm actually kind of excluding this person from this plan that I'm pursuing right now myself. You right. know, it, it could be very. You know, you have to be very clear how you communicate with your partners when yeah. you're doing this process. Does she retapes with you or no? Oh, uh, the, the, the one of those. <laughs> we could probably get divorced over one of those or two <laughs> or three of those. It is terrible to read with a partner. I've As, heard that before. Oh, dude. And if, and if they're not in the business, 
It's over. Do yeah. not, nah, nah, do yeah, not, yeah. do not read with a partner. That's like me yeah. trying to read a tape with like fucking Eli. Yeah. Yeah. It just won't work. <laughs> it won't work. You know, I think that there, you have to be an app. Like, listen, I'll tell you this. It's worked. We've made it work. We've gotten used to the self tapes when there's no other option. Right. And, you know, I have to say that honestly, the stuff that you're reading for, I'm reading for now is, is like a little bit more like intense, intense and shit. higher level shit. Because like, they know you're. And, yeah. and knowing that. Yeah takes you out of the bullshit. Right. Like, hey, well, maybe this is not my partner right. for the next hour. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Maybe I'm not. I don't know this person. Because it does kind of take a little bit of diving. Yeah. You kind of have to dive and, and leave then, this and world. Like, and you got to become a person You got to be not. somebody else, you know? And, yeah, but it's hard when you're telling them, oh, you got to make sure you frame from the head to the navel. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying. Yeah. It's really hard. It's, it's, it, listen, I... I for the first time in a long time, I actually had my first audition three weeks ago with the casting director, oh, but it was still. God. But I gotta it say, I, I have, really? I have an, I have, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a double edged sword that, now. That 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 fucking catching me for power. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a double edged sword, Mike, because I've, I've now we've gotten used to the self tape. Just having like having like time to really like correct nah, yourself. He, here's the thing: in those self tapes, before you submit them, I'm you sure could, you, you can do. Watch it. You can watch and you can discuss with like, a manager nah, 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 nah. or discuss with an agent what you think is best. And now I didn't have that, so now. All that crazy insecurity and all that crazy shit that you learned to overcome years yep. ago when you had to walk in there. Now it right kind of came back. Kinda I literally had back. my first reading with a, with, a, with a casting director about three weeks ago as well. I'm like, yo, this shit is kind of nerve wracking. You you're used to. I mean, I was, I mean, you're in a position now where it's like you get it. You almost you you have the luxury to kind of have an immediate response from your team. But you have a team of people that can, and they're not going to steer you wrong. Right. Now it's like here you go. Yes, and then and you know. You know what's crazy? It was the same lady that casted me for power. It was the same lady I read with for, with for power. I'm wow. Like, and she was like, hey, I'm Vicky Thomas. I, I said, whoa. Yeah. And that shit kind of had me a little nervous. Like, yeah. At first, like, when I heard the name, I'm like, okay. Like, she knows me. So I'm like, all right, I'm a little comfortable. And then I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> Nah, I'm not the same 12-year-old she got. Yes, like, was, I was literally a child. This yeah, is like, you know, 11 years later. It's different. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that, was, that guy kind of hit me in the head. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So you went in and read and... Um, no, we read virtual, but it was virtual. just... Okay. But it was the same thing. It's right. you're in a virtual room, right. whatever. It's And that's the movie you just booked? No, so the movie I just booked was actually a relationship. And, uh, you know, uh, when I, I did Satos with Rosalind Sanchez... But a year and a half ago in Puerto Rico, small short, mm -hmm. did really well. Essentially, the story everyone knows, you know, Puerto Rico has an epidemic of, like, stray dogs. Mm -hmm. We call them satos. Yep. And that was sort of, like, one of the main lines of the short I did. And mm -hmm. so a producer from that film nice. uh, reached out, and we're now going to Serbia. That's why you do those things. Yeah, you have to do the good rate, ones. Right. You have to do the good ones because right. then at the end of the day, you know, auditioning, small, big, you're always, oh, keep working, right. man. Keep developing, right. keep exploring. You right. get better. You get better, man. Practice, right. you, you know, it's relationships. the... Yeah, it's, and it's the athlete in me, man. I used to, fuck, man. There's stories that my mom used to tell me about. I used to go to sleep with my equipment, man. It's like, <laughs> right. well, who the hell fucking put on shoulder pads and go to sleep with shoulder pads and thigh pads? But it was just... The, the feeling of being immersed in something. Right. Yeah, 100%. And when you have that fucking equipment on, it's like, man, I'm going to light some motherfuckers up. So <laughs> it's like the license. You know what I mean? It's the, the license. You tackle someone on Fifth Ave. Uh, dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As I'm laying down, I'm just going to go up. And... No, it's, you know, I, I believe in all that. Yeah. Uh, those small details do, they, they do have, uh, they, you know, you yeah, pay your dues. They have an impact. They so, have an impact. So, how, so then you do Orange is the New Black, then... Is power the next? So, like so it's orange is the new black. Um, 
Show Me a Hero mm -hmm. with David Simon. I mm -hmm. went to Puerto Rico and shot that. Oh, David Simon, he's fucking... So yeah. check this out. On the final day of shooting, David Simon, my father, and my brother in the hot tub <laughs> in some hotel in Puerto Rico. We, they're not paying me, so I'm not going to mention their names. It's a really nice hotel. <laughs> but, you nice, know, I just like that. Shooting, <laughs> the, shooting the shit, bro. With David Simon in a, in, yeah, that's and introducing my father. It's like, hey, uh, um, you know, I came to do a project in Puerto Rico, one of yeah. the biggest writers, producers of, yeah, like, of American time. TV. Right. You know, The Wire. Have you right. heard of The Wire? My father's like, nah, man, yo no sé qué es eso, tú sabes. Yo lo que Ese tipo, ese tipo se ve, ese tipo se ve que es un jodón. The guy did not have any idea who he was, right. but it didn't matter, bro, because five minutes into it, a couple of shots... Right. <laughs> we were all gravy. We were all good. <laughs> but that was that was a great series. That was amazing. Um, oh yeah, the wire is incredible. And then I would have to say, you know, when they see us with Ava, with Ava DuVernay, when I got cast in that, and that was a long process. But in fact, coming into this world, wait, what was the series you did with David Simon? That one was called Show Me a Hero. Show Me a Hero, right, right, right. And that was on what cha what channel? That was, I believe, that was HBO. Oh, HBO, dope, yeah. dope, dope. That's HBO. Nice. Everything he does is usually yeah, HBO, with HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then a few things here and there, and then when they see us, you know, the Central Park Five story and Ava yep. DuVernay and getting cast in that, bro. What? I, ironically enough for me as a person, I moved to New York in that time. Right. Mm. You know, and I vividly remember the sentiments of, you know, I grew up in Drog's Neck in the Bronx. And right. You go one block, the feeling was, yeah, you know, fuck them. You go another block, a different neighborhood, different set of people. It's like, right. yeah. You know, like, that's so unfair. They, they, you know, it's like, right. depending on right. who you are. If you're white, black, right. whoever you are, you have your, without knowing none of the fucking details, you just instantly. So I, I came into the, I came to New York right. during that time. So it was, it was, and then learning the story about time. this, that was a crazy time. And who'd you play in that series? So is that I, a Netflix series? It's, it's, it's on Netflix, yes. yes. But I played the uh, the intake officer, or the basically, you know, one of the one of the officers in the jail, correction officer right. for who specifically had the most interaction with the Corey with Corey Wise, mm -hmm. uh, uh, with the Corey Wise. And did you have to emulate someone, or not really? No, no, no. I mean, the details of that were, you know, I sat with Ava a couple of times. We we discussed a little bit of what was going on. But there's so many stories with Corey Wise. You know, right. it, it, he was like the youngest of the of the guys. You know, that of those Central Five guys, yeah. and he had like just the hardest, you know, childhood and 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 and, and uh, you know upbringing out of right. all of them. He actually was like, he wasn't even there during the original situation or right. the events, he actually walked back into Central Park afterwards to accompany a friend and got roped into the, the mm. shit. He wasn't even he wasn't even with those original yeah. kids. So there was just a lot of details that 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 Ava shared with me. And then you know he, this thing, this 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 relationship was sort of weird because it wasn't it was like it wasn't sexual in nature, but right. it was still abusive. And it was right. just, you know, this guy really tried to like Take advantage of, of Corey and, right. and own him for what reasons I don't know because right. again he was like a very sheepish and quiet he was he grew up deaf in one ear mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know the details so he had a speech impediment and he got abused because of that so there's all these details that went into like the development of that character that I just felt like man just just write it yeah you know, just 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 go for it yeah it's just like what yeah. would the most abusive person in the world that you can think of do knowing he had all those advantages over this other person. Right.
And just fucking... Right. Was that hard to get into or not? Um, knowing the opposite of that, right. knowing how nurturing and as I was already a father and caring right. and how much of a how much I thrive on like interpersonal knowing that I, you know the proposition of when I'm doing well and I know that someone else is doing well like right. that is complete <laughs> complete fucking opposite of right. what this other person needed to do so yeah I knew the opposite of that and I knew how far I can go with that one so I just go the other way right you know you go there so it is hard yeah yeah, it's tough. The short answer is yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, but it I, is I know what you mean. Like I, I've said this before on here, like not to get into acting nerd stuff, but like <laughs> we have we have everything in us, whether you know or or we know what that is. So it's just turning up that knob choices. and turning everything else down. Choices, yeah. choices, yeah. always mm-hmm. choices. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I think I'm entering a stage in my life where I just I've had enough experience now to kind of like I don't like giving advice. Right. But I like to be introspective about what I do, and so I keep telling myself, choices, bro, choices. Right. You have the, every, you know, being closer to the other side than than being born, it kind of gives you a perspective of saying, wow, bro, like, don't waste it. Right. Don't, don't, don't waste the opportunity. So, you know, you got to make decisions and you got to make good choices if you can. Do you feel like acting gets easier as you get older or not really? I that's think, for us because we hope it does. No, I yeah. mean, there, there's so much into this business that's, that's you know, I'll tell you this. I, I do enjoy the fact of the fact that you can be spontaneous with, with you know, right. and your spontaneity is going to be informed by whatever stage you are in your own life, right? So I think that the opposite of that is to, like, overthink things is, is, is a lot worse than just being spontaneous to a certain degree, logically. Right. Conscious of the story because it isn't your story, right? I mean, it's not right most of the time unless you write your own shit. But that's what I like about it, and I think that the older you get, I mean, that's got to be, that's got to, that's got to. It's getting a little clearer, right? You know, it's getting a little clearer, and then afterwards, you may deal with less second or buyer less buyer's remorse, if you will, like right. you know. But I think it, it doesn't really change that much, other than. Than the range of those emotions being maybe less, because of because of your own lived experience. That's yeah. it. You know, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. that's so, what I'm finding. So so when so when did power happen? When did like you wow, get the dude. call? So and... yeah, so power power came around. And that was right after the Central Park Five show you did. That was it's like shortly after that, about nice. a year after that. Um, after when they see us came out, I. Uh, all right, I'll bring this up because I think I could. I actually went in and I read for Power Original. Oh, here we go. Who'd you read for? So, Antonio Ramos's character, uh, and I even think I might have read for Tommy first. And then it was like, wow. a, it was a downgrade. Like, obviously, I wasn't going to, that wasn't even a callback. But it was like Tommy, and then it was like uh, the Antonio Ramos character. Who I Luis? Ruiz? L- Luis Antonio Ramos's character. Yeah, was it Ruiz? Was that who it was? Perhaps. And then after that, it was Cabeza. It was like a. a uh, he's a pretty diesel. He's Puerto Rican. He's from the Bronx, too. He, he, oh, I forget the fucking actor's name. I should have reviewed this before I came here. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was three different yeah, characters. And never yeah. never panned out. Never panned out, yeah. obviously. I don't... Probably gave some bullshit-ass fucking read. Mm. But but then years years later, when this came about, I also, I also did not read for Lorenzo at first. I read for another character. Who'd you read for? <sighs> I would tell you it's just that I don't want to minimalize or because, or, or, you know, it ended up being another character in the series that actually did not pan out because it was actually 
I wasn't Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> but the great story about that is, is that, oh, yeah. the great story about that is that I left the room and Anthony Hemingway and Bart were in the room. I had already tried out. I had already read with Anthony in the room three other fucking times. Damn. One of them was Get Christy Love, which is also a show that Courtney wrote. Yeah. And so I remember walking in there and like, I've never gone to an audition where you could actually give a hug to the casting. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like it just felt completely fucking comfortable. Like right. there was no doubt that I was going in there. I was solid. I was good. Right. But, you know, I remember vividly that right, right around this time I was able to kind of say I wasn't holding on to stuff after right. you leave the auditioning room. I was just going in and spilling my guts. And the rest of the day was the rest of the day. That felt good, but as I'm leaving, I get the call. My agents called me, and they were like, listen, um, so that didn't work out. Don't worry. How would you like to play, perhaps, what do you think of the uh, Monet, who was played by Mary J? Right. They're looking to cast a husband. Would you mind preparing for this? That was the initial conversation. I was like, no, I wouldn't mind. Do I go back now or yeah. when do you? And then it became, listen, they're really considering you. Uh, would you do it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. Okay, that sounds really yeah. good. And in a span of six hours, it became, it was like, yeah, you got it. So it's you. That, 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 and that's yeah. how that. Six hours. That's how that came about. But it started with something that was not for me. Right. Not at the time. And, you know, ironically enough. That happens all the fucking time. All the time. See, that's why that's why it's not even like really that big of a deal. It's like people read for other roles and they go, oh, this person fits better in this. It's not, most of the time, it's not even a testament to really your acting skills. It's just kind of, if you're in the room, yeah. you're good enough, and, most of them. And then they're like, oh, does he fit this character yeah. well enough? Yeah, and to be honest, more often than not, you go in for something that's bigger, right? right? Like, for example, my original Power series story. Right. And then you do something that you don't quite win that, and right. but they say, oh, okay, that guy could... They keep you in mind, yeah. So, but in this case, it was like, okay, well, this is not going to work. Let's just go with this one. Right. And it's been, I mean, it's, what can I say? You know, I mean, that's the dope. fact that Anthony was in that room, I have to say, and I, t I, told, him, I told him this much in, 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 in text because I've not even been able to thank, thank him in person, is like... And I tell, I've already told Bart because I've had the opportunity to work with him and he directed me a couple of times. It's right. like that moment changed my life forever. Right. Even if I don't ever fucking end up working again, whatever happens going forward for a moment in time, like my, like I elevated myself to another level. And the reason why I did that is because I felt the comfort that I, you know, that right. you normally don't get. You know, it's a, it's a chance situation. It's not always. But the fact that you and Anthony were in there right, changed everything. Yeah, we're very, we speak very highly of Anthony. He's a GOAT. You gotta love Anthony, though. Especially if you worked with him, there's no way you don't. He love is, him. he's a beast, man. He's got the eye, man. And he's that is what you call an actor's director. The SEO. He'll help yeah. you do everything. And, and you know what? The company he keeps, Eve and. And 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 then and, and Bart and all of them. I mean, yes. it's just and, um, it's season a, season Otonio, one. Otani. Hernan's our guy. That's a singular name. Hernan, so yeah, yeah. The company Anthony keeps, like you know, everything. And Hernan's an avid listener. And, her, so. and, and yeah, Hernan, talk about talk about it like an you know, actors directors. Like most right. of them, Hernan is he was my first director 
Well, he started off as a DP a on Power. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then um, I think he DP'd my first episode of, of Power Season 5. Mm. And then, yeah, I just he's just such, like, a warm guy. Yeah, and fucking we just get, you just get comfortable with people, and then you can work well with them. Yeah, I mean, mm. I, there's... And the comfort just comes from someone understanding that, you know, listen, you read the script, I read the script. This is what I see. You're in a major, major production office and the, the writers are there and there's all these ideas that are being changed and this is what they want. Right. And you hope that you can interlace that in the moment when it's the actor doing that because we don't get the benefit to be in those rooms. Right. We get a table read at best and maybe a couple mm -hmm. hours, you know what I mean? But the fact that you can somehow interlace that right. or you get a director that can find the way to perhaps coerce that right. performance out of you right. without kind of letting you know that that was the initial idea anyway. Mm -hmm. you know, and like, there's tricks, you know what I mean? And that, that, that's the part about these guys that I love that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I hope that, that at the end of the day, they got what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And it was because of that, because they were able to kind of like draw that shit out of you. Yeah. Keeping... By, by keeping their own jobs, right? I mean, they have to answer to right. who they have to answer to, but they have to get something out of us. As yeah, well. directing's Especially hard. Like, Sorry, go on, like guiding, like them guiding you to get, like, get you to where they want you to go. They don't make you feel like you're completely missing the whole entire Correct. point either. You yes. know what I'm like, they don't make you feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing. Like, they don't make you feel less of yourself. They just be like, yo, listen, try this yeah, or try yeah, that. And exactly. there's different ways you can go about yeah. that. Mm. But when you can get someone to think. You know, it's like the psychology that I'm using with my kids right now. Actors or kids? I mean, listen, <laughs> honestly, dude, especially girls. Right. I have to make them think that what I'm saying to them is coming from them anyway. Mm. It in, in what way? Explain. Uh -huh, dude, it's... You try to tell these children, 13 and 14, especially girls, what to do, you'll never get them to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You will never get them to do it. In fact, they'll build resentment. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna you, do complete opposite. They, yeah. They're gonna. So what you have to do in order for them not to like step and shit majorly, you have to try to get them to do what you want, but you gotta make it look like <laughs> it was their original thought, <laughs> right? Not mine, not daddy or mommy. And I'll right. be honest, I'm saying this because this is part therapy today. Uh, <laughs> I have to learn to get better at that because it's right. not easy, man. When you're emotionally yeah, involved, uh, it's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I couldn't imagine being a parent. No, yeah, it's fun. I gotta start wearing Trojans. Um, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Wear those jimmies. Wear those jimmies. <laughs> or, or get really good with your timing. Either, yeah. either or, man. You just gotta be extremely Fight good. Fight temptation. With... <laughs> Don't be selfish. <laughs> but yeah, no, directing, directing's hard because it's actually funny because I was... Um, Weirdly walking down the street at a coffee shop and I saw Keisha Sharp, who everyone will meet season three. She plays um uh the Love her. the new professor. I forgot her her character name. Um whatever it is, and we haven't even been introduced yet, so it's not even that yeah, big of a deal. Yeah, I don't even but her her name's Keisha Sharp. She's she directs more than like she's had a huge acting career, but now she's so she's busy directing. She's she was doing All American, she was doing something else. And I talked to her. She had this big notebook. I could see she was like going like this at the coffee shop. And I and I went up to her to say hi. I could tell she was saying something. She was so sweet, so nice. And I was like, how is it? And she goes, it is so much work. Yeah. And you don't think about it. You got to get a shot list. You got to deal with you every scout every location as well, too. Every location. You like, got to make sure it's good for sound. You got to make sure... Bro. It's hard. It, it is the... he. I mean, this is the media... This is the connector. This is the, this is the connector between... 
it's all creative. Right. You know, he is as much an artist as everyone's an artist. Of course. You know what I mean? That's artistic, what he's doing. But right. he's also, you know, he's connecting these two right. completely different things. The he's concept. just bringing words from a piece of paper to yeah. life. Like. So conceptual versus actual, you know, like actual, you know what I mean? And right. blending those two together. Right. I mean, and I think for, for, for a lot of us, I'll be honest, I know I speak for myself when I say this, it's, I, I would eventually like to get there. Just so that I could kind of like look back at my own body of work and right. say, "Oh my God!" So, and also w when I when I get there, I think that it's gonna inform me as to how I'm gonna treat actors and yeah. treat writers. I and definitely want to direct. I think I want to direct an episode with Michael. Oh, that would be awesome! Direct. Okay, yeah. So one of the things that in would be crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the things in Orange, a lot of those main actresses got to come back. And it's and, and, weird because I think our show just has so many people involved that. Every year, one of those people gets an episode, which they've d they deserve. Of course, like, I don't think as an actor, I should just say, "Hey, I'm an actor on the show. I should be able to direct." But I just wish they were a little more open to having an actor come in. And you know, gee, I I ironically enough, I think that I think that most, you know, a producer like Courtney and Mark and Fifty and these guys, like, I mean, these guys would be very. Old. I think they would be. I'm I not tried. Just, uh, I tried last season. They wouldn't even let me scout. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it is what it is. Maybe we'll. Maybe I still we'll get have. There. I still have hopes that, you know, season four, season five. Yeah. You, you've been able to deliver for three, four seasons. Right. Right. You know, this didn't happen. For example, in Orange, this didn't happen to like you know season right. five. Later. Or six, later in the season. Yeah. You know. That makes and sense. And now you're you're banking on an actual, on an artist who's actually delivered for you right. consecutively for three, four, five years. And right. now you, now you're asking for this opportunity. I'm sure you will kind of like, those no's are seeds too. Right. 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 They're all seeds. And so maybe the persistence. And we're, I, we're, I, we're not, we're nothing if we're not persistent. Right, right, right. Um, could lead to something like that. You know I think I, mean? I asked Brendan if I could scout with him, and I think Woody already asked too. <laughs> so they were like, too many people are asking. <laughs> I was like, fucking Woody. <laughs> Woody fucks my damn and cane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, man, once you, that's, a, that's, that's the, the blessings that we have. Once we're in this position, you know, you really can. All relationships, and you make it. You make it what you can. You right. know, it's amazing. How, how do you lo you love working with Woody? Huh? He because because you don't really have any really yeah. scenes with Mike I season one really and two. I I I gotta or say, me. favorite episode was the fucking ten. Because I finally, you know, and we got to jive, we got to jive with lit. each other a little bit because there was a lot of, it's a lot of bones to pick that Lorenzo had, a lot of bones Lorenzo yeah. had to pick. I didn't know how Tariq should have felt walking past Lorenzo after that whole <laughs> shit happened. After he popped McVeigh, I'm like, are you good? You're like, nah, he's good, get him out of here. You were slapping his daughter. <laughs> yeah, I was. Like, you were doing, you were I was doing, doing a lot. things. I was doing a lot. I got in between the family, I was doing a lot. Ah, uh, yeah, you, so, so it, it was fun. It was fun. So, I mean. Where were we? Where, 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 I was just diving completely. Yeah. I, I went back to the warehouse. No, I, like, trust that's, me, was, that's that all this lit. podcast is. We just talk about what excites us, yeah, and that's yeah. why like there's no script. Like we literally. So just, yeah. So 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 yeah. What excites us was. My, my, it started with the kids. So right. the interaction for me coming on board here was with the kids, and then I gotta say, I mean, shit. Having to share a set with Mary J. Blige. Yeah. That, that unreal. And, and I mean, I'll be honest, man. Like, I had to get over that starstruck nonsense real quick. You, did you? You had to kiss her and stuff. Like, well, yeah, there was there, there was there was there was there was stuff that was called for. Like, I mean, right. there was intimacy involved, and and you know, you leave that behind, and right. you just you, she's the queen when you leave. Right, right now, we're sort of equals. Yeah, you in have the to. most respectful of way. Right, we're we're, we're just thespians, and right. we're acting, and we're working. 
you know, what a dream to be able to kind of share the space with a, an artist of that caliber, but kind of like right. in this in this world. She's interesting because she's come on the podcast, obviously, and she talked about how that's what she likes about acting is that mm -hmm. she's not Mary J. Blige. Yeah, she gets to forget about her. She gets to forget about she it. Gets yeah, to be right. A whole completely different. And place. and this you know this season, and I, I and I think you know I feel like you know of course once I got over my own little you know fears and being starstruck, I think that she you know that's the one thing that I in the it started off slow, but right. it, once. Thankfully, she kind of opened up, and it was right. through the work, always through the work. Right. I think that one of the things that she appreciates is the fact that, hey, just go with it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a license to say, this is, I'm not married right now. Right. Because I'm sure she knows the effect she has on people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, we all know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not married right now. Right. Just, and I, I owe her that. Yeah. I owe her that. I can't go in there and fuck up. Right. You know, the scenes with her because I'm too, you know, starstruck to just do the fucking work. You know what I mean? Right. So I really, really appreciate that about her. And it took, you know, we got to share more screen as the seasons, as the the more episodes I got to do. But the original, you know, I started out with the kids and then yeah, it got more interesting with her. And the story is, I mean, it's... Yeah. Those two... Yeah. Insane. Lorenzo and Monet do not. It's like the, this marriage that ideally is supposed to be working, but it... You like, can't. Power struggle. Right. That's the best part of the show. It's a, mm. thank you. It's the best part of the struggle. I mean, there's, everyone has their struggles, you know? There's everyone struggling for power, you know? You two, the relationship between you two guys, you right. know, started out as a symbiotic thing, but now you're gaining, <laughs> you're gaining, right. you're gaining on his, you know? And, right. and he checks you a little bit, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? It, it's, they're brilliant, man. Courtney, yeah. you're listening, right? I, mean, I, I think, you know, I've been reading a lot about what's going on. <laughs> nah, that's real I read up. the scripts. I read all the scripts. I don't just go to my pages. I read you know, every single, it, it really is. It's a beautiful, it's beautifully done. Yeah, that's kind of how I got close to Mary this season, too. Like, through the work, like, she just, yeah. she makes you laugh, you make her laugh, yeah. you see her on set, yeah. and she just, like, opens up. So, yeah. I just can't wait for everyone to see this season. Like, it's I love gonna be Mary fucking, on set. Yeah, she's the dude, best she, on yeah, set. Because yeah, yeah. it's just, like, something you don't don't expect that. Oh, it's like, no? damn, she's so cool. She's so yeah. chill. Right. Like, damn, this right. is really Mario. Feels like we're all kind of diving in this thing together. You know, it's yeah. like you don't think of like, you know, like a 40 or 30 year music, you know, Legend, icon. Icon, yeah. yeah. You yeah. just think of someone that's just uh, an she's actor work, with you. She's here to work just like you. Right. Uh, what was your favorite scene in season one? So, oh, man, season one had some real good highlights, but I have to say that there's a scene with, with LaToya in the jail. When she comes to visit him, uh, does, does that, she, I think Brendan Brendan directed that one. Oh, episode that was, Brendan directed episode um, season one. What eight, it, eight, eight, eight or nine? It yeah. was eight or nine, and then yeah. the the Woody scene in the jail. Yeah. Oh, I got the witness. But that. but but that not not, not the not the the confrontation, but it was the when he comes into the jail, and that was one of the other things we talked about in the car. Is like you know he has to speak Spanish, and you know I'm a native. Puerto Rican Spanish speaker, um, the sentiment behind those words and what he was saying to Lorenzo at the time, like in their visit, that was one of my, right. that was really, right. yeah. that was a highlight for me. What about season two? You know, oh man, that, <laughs> season two, episode season two 10. Was a lot. Oh yeah, 210, fuck, you can't. And, I, and I'm only, look, I know people say this, and it's not cliche. It's true. Like every fucking time I work, it's a privilege, and it really is. I loved, I loved us, and I love 
not just you, but it was like, because then there was something new. It's like we're in, like in my, in the, in the work, for the first time, Lorenzo is interacting. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> and I have my kids with me. Mm-hmm. And then there's this deal going on with me. And you're like, and then it's an adversary who I kind of don't really want to be dealing with. Mm. So there was a lot going on there. And then the other underlining things with the wife, the, 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 the kids. Right. So that, but dirty that, dog. dirty motherfucker. Sorry, but, but that, that work, that scene that we did, the work that we did in uh, the shooting scene with Zeke, when Zeke oh, gets yeah. in. Mm. Oh. Oh. Is that wild. hard? Is that heartbreaking? Dude. <laughs> And I think that it felt great because, I mean, it's like I walked around and the way we did the guns, obviously, the, the working with guns. And it came at a time when it was that whole fucking mess had happened mm-hmm. with the with the Alec Baldwin. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. You know what I mean? And, I have thought about that this season. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's Because it, 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 you're kind of blaming him. It's like if you've ever been on a set, it's like how do you blame someone? You they blame they well, give it to you and you and this is what you're supposed yeah, to do. So like, I remember shortly after that we had the premiere and that was like oh, the fucking question that everyone was asking. It's like, you know what? My experience truthfully, oh, right, yeah. truthfully right. has been... I've never been around more professional people right. dealing with that. Like, yeah, our show is really good about that. I just have uh, not yeah. been. I just, I, I never even thought that the level of prof- professionalism yeah. could be that high. Yeah. Now, it's literally never been this uh, incident where we we have guns on set and they're giving it to someone and they don't t- turn a flashlight on. No, dude. Check it, the battle, no, check the dude. magazine, everything. But they also, do. there should never be a real gun on set ever. I mean, but those the are guns details. that we use are real, though. It's just but they're real, the, but they, the, everything's the rounds taken that, out yeah, of them. And yeah, the the fire, and they're, and they're what you're shooting. Isn't real. There's right. no yeah, possibility. Functioning the bullets that we shoot. Yeah, it's, real, there's right. no possibility of any of that. Right. So, I mean, look, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't put it in someone's face or right. chest or. But it's just so we're spoiled in that way. So right. I, all that stuff was going on and just the creeping around, the way that scene was shot, the way how we kind of like did it backwards, where we were like doing all the smaller stuff first right. in the car, and then we worked our way back to like Lorenzo entering the hangar and like that was that yeah, was crazy. that was and that was. The longest day, notwithstanding the fact that it was a long ass fucking drive as well, but but that was like, the, the, hour, that hour, was like a three hour drive to get out that day for me especially. Yeah. But that day, that we went on till like two or three in the morning. Yeah, like sometimes it happens. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's my favorite yeah, part. I have no yeah, complaints. Nice suits, right? I mean, it's like when you're tired and bored, and you're like, oh god, I, I love nice suits. That's when you, yeah, I love nice suits as well. I like crazy. getting to work at six o'clock and leaving at like six a.m. That's my favorite. So my family always asks me how long are your days, and I tell them oh, twelve to fifteen days, twelve to fifteen hours. Right. Yeah. And it twelve to fifteen what? hours. Right. They're like yeah. what? Every day. And, and yeah, you know, Damn every very day. lucky to do what you like to do because there's not a lot of people that would put up with only only people that love what they do. Would Right. Put up with 12, 12 to 15 hour right. fucking yeah, days. Right. You know what I mean? So. Right. Did you have scenes with Daniel Sanjata or no? I had a. That was my other favorite one when they first meet. Oh, right. When Megan and Lorenzo meet. Did you guys hit it off or not much? So here's the thing I had met Daniel so many years ago. Right. On. Rescue Me? Rescue Me, bro. Did you do it? I, I did Rescue Me. And I played a fucking janitor in Rescue Me. And Daniel was big time. That's his show. Yeah. It was part of. Part, he was a regular. And I met him and, you know, obviously reading and all the virtual. And we couldn't wait to meet him. Finally, we just fucking hit it off. Dude, is we he? We just hit it off. I'm so glad Daniel. you said that. He, I because Daniel. I was like, oh, shit, did they like have He is He's the, so I literally just went to the UFC fight with him last weekend. He's the nicest human being I've ever met in my entire life. He He's is so the truth, true. bro. Yeah. And he is, a, he is. He keeps it a hundred, too. I, I, yeah. and he, 
you know, Antonio, Antonio uh, from Raising Cane and I had had words at the premiere and other times I've interacted with some of the other cast. And, you know, as a young Latino man, I, I, he said that I inspire him in some way, which is, I don't hear that from people. I, right. I really don't. And it's weird to hear that kind of stuff because I don't ever consider that. Right. For whatever it is, I aspire to have a career like, like, like Sunjata has. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is the kind of work that I envisioned, first of all. That was the, as a New York actor, you don't dream about, like, you know, having your own fucking movie one day. Right. You just want to have a show. You want to be a regular. You want to make a living. Right. And that can be just like that guy. Right. And that, that would be, and not only that, he's had great stage hits, too, in Britain. I mean, the guy. Yeah, his is, episode, he he, ta he talked about everything he did. He take take me out. He did take me out, bro. And that that's a you've read that play, you know, yeah. balls. You know the character you played. He, that's had, some he got balls. naked on stage. Yes. Yeah. Balls. Yeah. We we had a, a conversation because I asked him because obviously, like, to bring it back to what we were talking about before, like an actor. Nowadays, we have brands, we have social media, we have this, we have that. And to me personally, that's all money and security to get myself to to do another job. Yeah. For me personally. Yeah. Other people like, and no shade, like other people like do other stuff. For me personally, I like building business so I could just continue to be able to support myself so I can get to the next job. Of for course, acting, of course. Do this and do that. And sometimes you, in your head, you're like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be huge. I gotta be Wahlberg. I gotta monopolize everything. I gotta have gyms. I gotta have this and that. But you have a conversation with Daniel Sanjata, and why I love him so much is he literally is just so happy to work. He'll just go to set. He'll be on a show for six, seven years, and then that's it. And then I'm, and I'm like, well, what's next? He's like, whatever comes in. Yeah. And then he just goes to the next show. Yeah. He 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 does power for a few seasons or for a season. Does like he loves it. Yeah. That's it. Now he just did a Netflix show. He like he's happy just going from. And sometimes I get caught up on myself. I'm like, well, if I'm not taking advantage of the moment and and then uh, turning this into yeah, this, turning this, yeah, man, monetize, yeah. I yeah. go fucking crazy. But I just I sat across from him at dinner after the UFC fight, and I said this to him, and I'm like, it's so noble. Like I just I wish I could just yeah. do this. And he's. Yeah, we just had a great conversation. Well, I mean, dude, it has to do with a little bit with age, you know? You're, right. you're younger. That's true, true. And you should have that fucking balls out mentality. Right. You should be going 120 fucking miles an hour right. all of the fucking time. And as an older man, I still aspire to have that. Right. And in between all that, there's all these lived experiences that we have, which you'll get to. But I think that that's what it teaches somebody that's a little bit older, right? right. And when you can dive and do this just for the value of the work and just to have what you do be the most important thing. Right. There's nothing wrong with building what you've built. I'm, I'm proud to say that I'm that not only am I castmates, but we're friends. This creation, this whole thing, that's all part of this business. Right. You know, we have social media now. We have, that guy has lived through the times and has done this work since before. Right. Fucking Instagram. Well, it was on a hit show you know before I mean? there was any social media. And, and what did he have to go by? Right. The work. His fucking work. Right. How did he build his, you know, his following? How did he build his, you know, his propensity to be able to continue to work? Right. Doing work. Just the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you take anything, I mean, it is noble. It is noble to sort of continue to have that kind of mentality and that approach to the work. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I don't know a lot of painters that sit in front of a fucking canvas and put 25 lights and three cameras to watch what they do as right. they paint. Do right. they do that? No. No. How many musicians 
start out like that? I mean, or do they sit in a fucking room with their guitar, their piano, whatever the instrument, and they just sing to themselves? Right. They don't have cameras filming themselves as they do the session. You know what I mean? They just do it for them. Right. For them. And hopefully they can sell that to somebody else. And that, that's our work, man. Yeah. Nothing wrong with blowing up and doing yeah. all this other stuff, which we live in a, you know, this, right. is, a, this is amazing. But I think at the core, that, that's, that's what should drive Yeah, I guess, I guess that, to end that, is he just, I said to him, I was like, you just, you look so happy and you're content when you come to yeah. set and you're at work. And sometimes I am, but like I'll over, I'll, I won't take it for granted, but I'll go, oh, cool, like this is in the bag. Like this season's in the yeah. bag. I already know I'm doing this yeah. season. What else can I do on set to like social media what else can I post clips yeah, for this yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. and sometimes I'm like I want to put that away and I just want to be happy and, and content I don't know if that's the right word because I never want to be content but no. I just want to like like be happy in the moment more yeah. like Daniel I, and I and I think you are I mean from what I've seen no judgment before you look all of you I mean every one right. of us I mean first of all we're like you know who's not happy ever working on the set right yeah this but is I think the components to, to what's making you happy are those components are, that's what's trending now. And right. you, you, you're living in that moment, and especially at where you're at, you know what I mean? Why not? Right. You bring those components in because you can, man. You know I mean? It's, it, I think it's wonderful, dude. Yeah. But over time, nobody can really tell you. That's something that you, you on your own will experience that, and, and over time you'll, you'll develop your own, you know, you'll stay motivated, or, or what's the other one? You know, it's not, you, you're not always going to be motivated to do work, but just get used to the routine and right. get used to doing it, you know what I mean? I need you in my life more, man. I need you in my life. <laughs> I need to be around. For, to be honest, no, no, nothing against. But I'm around women all the time. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, my you, wife you and my two daughters. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. But it is nice. It is nice to be able to have like a, you know, I, I wouldn't categorize it as a manly conversation, but just, you know, right. dudes, just dudes. That's why you like cars and shit. Like, I get up, I no more up, dolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could open that one up soon. And, and I told you, man, we should take that drive, man. We should That's take lit. that drive up the Taconic, man. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll gun, we'll, we'll go up ninth. I'm with it. We, we won't do the throughway because the cops my new wheels to, to, I'm actually going to put my new wheels on today. I got, my shits are better. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, you like a little yeah. Room. Yeah. I, I, just, I got some new ones. Too. I got some new ones. I got some new ones. I actually I put mine on sale on eBay and uh, somebody bid. Oh. So. Wait, um, wait. What what car do you have right now? Uh, the M4. Oh, you have M4. M4. Yeah. Yeah. G82. No, I, I almost the, G, the, the, the F82. F82. I love that. I, I ain't gonna lie. I like the F82 originally more than the G82. I mean, dude, that, that's but a the sentiment. G, the G82 just performance wise right now is just. It's I mean, just and the thing too is that you know. For the purist, that six-speed for me is, is always... Oh, you got the manual. You got the manual. Yeah. Yeah. And I waited. I waited yeah. and waited. But uh, yeah. but listen, I, have you, you've obviously driven the the SMG, and, yeah. and let me tell you... It's crazy. That, that, it's crazy. That, the first car I actually ever test-driven was an F82 M4CS. <laughs> I swear. Bro, the first car so, I ever test driven was an M4 and it's a, F82. It's, this is a twin tower vehicle, bro. You know what? This car is like 440 fucking horsepower. Yeah. Like out, to the rear out wheels. of the bag. To the rear to wheels. To the rear wheels. So and has, the car is light as fuck. And the car is not that heavy. <laughs> and it is just, it's balls, man. It's, mm -hmm. This car gets sideways. If you, you know, all the controls that you have nowadays, it's very hard. But I mean, I'm still, mm -hmm. man, it's a year and a half in and I'm still like, yeah, that traction, that traction I don't is take easy it. to lose. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't turn that shit off often. Yeah. Like, if I know I have a lot of room and I'm in a, mm -hmm. you know, there's no light posts or anything like that around me, <laughs> Ready to gun perhaps. Up, yeah. <laughs> but, it, 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 but it, yeah, no, the speed, I love the speed, man. Yeah, and, yeah. And to control something like that, it's... Uh, 
So I don't think I'd do it on a bike, but in a car. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I like speed too much to, for me to be on a bike. Yeah. Because you can go too fast on a bike too easily. Yeah. Like, I'm scared of yeah, myself. Man. I'm not scared of a bike. I'm scared of myself on a bike. I, I, well, I my, my, on a bike. my father was a dirt bike uh, racer in Puerto Rico, and we grew up with dirt bikes, and mm. uh, I, I tasted shit. Mm. I fell off that dirt bike hard. Do you grew up in Puerto Rico? I grew up partly in Puerto Rico, and then here. I came to the Bronx. Until I came when? to Queens first and Bronx, Throg's Neck. Damn. Yeah. So when I came here, I got my, you know where the Trump golf course is right now in the Bronx? Those used to be, right. that used to be an open, like, just an open field. Like dirt field? We used to call them the dumps. Because that's what it was. It was the dumps. You go back there and you do whatever. But then, you know, you basically, you get a group of guys, four or five dirt bikes, maybe more, mm -hmm. and you start kind of going around a circuit. Mm -hmm. Surely enough, you know, you rip up the dirt, you right. loosen the ground, and then little, you know, a couple of weeks in, you got a track. Right. Fire. And then you make your jumps, and then, so that, that area back there was where we, we would That's ride dirt lit. bikes. Yeah, we, we were under the Throgsneck Bridge, under the Whitestone Bridge, it was, it was, but I fell once, dude. I'm more of a quad ATV guy. Oh no no they're they're fun they're a lot of fun too yeah mm. uh, I two just, wheels for me uh, yeah it's just too easy to go fast <laughs> and going from dirt bikes to four wheelers mm. like the so when you when you're on a dirt bike you you put your leg out yeah, in turns. yeah on a four wheeler you gotta you lean cannot. you cannot yeah yeah, yeah it's not, it's not in like fact that. you go opposite you know what I mean right. you lean and you kind of let the machine do the right. work that's why I never got into because I had already written too many years and to get on four wheels I mean I've seen you know how many broken ankles and scraped up oh yeah nice. in, I had a four wheel growing up this shit was crazy that's a lot of fun four wheels are lit yeah Man, if you start on four wheels it's great right, right. I have friends who were like amazing like you know the crazy shit you see now with the wheelies uh, they were doing that stuff but yeah no it's it's a it's a good way to learn how to control speed because it you know motocross is what they say is control chaos right it really and, is, and it really is. It really have is, you ever bro. been to a motocross event? I've I've seen a few supercross, motocross. I've seen a few. Yeah, that shit is lit. Yeah, they just have mad motocross games and shit. I so I, I I'm old enough to remember bikes when they were two stroke. Now they're now they're different. Now yeah. they're two stroke bikes, and they got electric ones coming out too. So yeah, the, yeah. the electric bikes is gonna be two fifties, five hundred cc's. I mean, it's insane. That was that's how old my I boy am. got a seven fifty cc. 750cc Raptor, like a like a ATV Raptor. That shit yeah, no, that shit is. It's a lot of power. That shit is lit. Oh my god, it's a lot of power. I was like, nah, I can't even, I can't even fully press this shit. This started no, you don't have no. You don't. Bikes, nah, here we go. The podcast has now gone off the fucking rails, <laughs> and we're now gonna talk about little kid toys <laughs> and fucking all kinds of other stuff. So, yo, that's great. Yeah. But it, you gotta. It's fun. a full life when you have these experiences. Right. I think. You gotta have fun, man. You yeah, fun. I agree with that. You know what I mean? That's why we're going to Europe and we're gonna. Well, I'm going to Europe in a couple weeks I'm and we're linking up. We, we should link I'm up. Coming, and another man. thing you gotta do is you gotta surf. We gotta come to the Jersey Shore. Oh, I'm in with that. Okay, we'll start with the longboards, maybe a stand up paddle. Yeah, yeah. Finally, I can get Michael to start doing some white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, we're going surfing. We're gonna play some. We, we we're, we're, gonna cro we're gonna play croquet. Yeah, What's that? We, hey, we'll do the NASCAR shit. Yeah, yeah, we are so. going to NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, we went a couple weekends ago. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, this is, this Actually, that is the whitest thing ever. NASCAR is the whitest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so you, you put that down for the whitest thing I've ever done? Yeah, that's <laughs> the whitest thing you've ever done. All right, let's get into some fan let's questions. We'll get John out of here. Right. Um, so Alicia.Sine said, do you have any similar uh, similarities with your character, Lorenzo? Yes, I do. Temperamentally, we're very much the same. <gasps> nah. Um... I th yeah, yeah, you're I, I, I think I think we share the same ideals on family for sure. Right. Uh, I think Lorenzo 
at the core is just a, uh, you know, I see him as a guy who was really pissed off. He had to go to jail because of that. Right. You don't get into this game unless you know that there's a possibility of that happening. You, you pretty much take that as part of the risk right? right? when you're in that life. But the fact that when that happens, I think that's the biggest effect that you have mm. is that now you're being separated from what you spend your whole life protecting. Right. Right. And then the struggle of having, and if you're running my fucking business, well, yeah. <laughs> how do I get them? How do I get them to make sure that they don't fuck it up? Right. You know, like I mean that. that he got that, a little more street when he was talking about Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, all right, but you got to break that kind of idea. No, but it, but it's but it's um, that thing that was that 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 that's just the main similarity. I think it's yeah. that idea of family at the core. Yeah, family at the core. So, and Dub Promotion asks, do you believe your character has ran into ghosts before while in jail? Ten, oh, that was uh, see. I wasn't even gonna uh, put that question, but there were so many people That's asking that. So fine. I'm like, I'm curious. Maybe the writers haven't breached on that, but in your mind, do in you, my mind, yeah. So it's it's weird to not. So my mind is informed by what I've seen, and right. then it's weird. The writers go back that far, right? Perhaps there was a a ghost character that, of course, interacted with ghosts. You know what I mean? Like, there was a passing by, right. I'm sure. And in our own lives, we I have mean, being all... in the life that y'all both live. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. In our own lives, how many times you cross paths right. with someone and then 20 years later, you meet them down the line and you realize that you've known that person and you've been around that person. Right. So, in my mind, I think that there was a very big possibility that that right. definitely happened in the I'm, past. I'm in some of the power groups uh, hidden in there because yeah. I read some of the stuff for the podcast, and there's a screenshot of Ghost that you uh, you've been. I saw about? that one too. There is a there is an action. Is that a video that you're talking about? Or a yeah, it's a screenshot. It's or a, a video. video, and the guy passing it's like, by it's him. Like it's, a, it's, it's like a, a Puerto Rican guy. It's like a bald headed dude right. passing by one of the nightclubs. Holy that was shit. the other part. Well, so there's be, one in jail too. There's one in jail. Well, that's my. That might have been the one that I saw. No, because there I've was seen one it. in the original Power that because uh, I think there's a couple of them of like people getting extras. Isn't it fucking insane? Right, but there's one in jail someone, that you're. It, it literally looks like you walking by ghosts. I think that so. Oh, well, he's being interviewed, and then in the background, right. that's the one that I saw. It's crazy. And he's wearing fucking green. That's crazy. Right. He's wearing the right, green. Right, the green, right. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so... May or may not be a coincidence being that <laughs> the fucking wardrobe is the or, same wardrobe. Or, or they had this plan for a year. <laughs> <laughs> they probably had this It's interesting, day. dude. I mean, it is a power world, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely very possible. I mean, logically, you would assume that those guys would have crossed paths. Right, at yeah. some point. Yeah. At I mean, they both being in the drug game is kind of inevitable. Yeah. Right. In and, a way. And underscore.dnk said, which actor surprised you the most on set? So which one most surprised me? I would have to say Michael. You mm -hmm. know why? Because there was something that you did that day at the fucking warehouse that you, you, you completely brought out your conflict and it was, it's like you, what I got clear from you is that you had a fear of Lorenzo, mm. but you were going to fucking take over no matter what. Mm. And there was, there was kind of both things. And in our rehearsal process, we were kind of fucking around and I know the line was something that I was like, yeah, well, you, whatever, whatever. Like you had that coming. Mm -hmm. And I, I had lived with you. It's like, yeah, well, you fucked my daughter. You had that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> we had a lot of different things going on. 
in that rehearsal process that I was like, well, we, we could really be flexible here. We right. can do a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. You know, I'm look, man, you're like the fucking star of the show. Like, I was a little bit intimidated. I didn't know what, how far I can take things. Nah, you know we're going I mean? far with this shit. And, 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 so, and so that was surprising for that reason because yeah. I, I, I just felt a legitimate, like, you know, there was a legitimate, like, you know, giving of yourself in that fight, in that moment. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm always open to chances. Always open. <laughs> but I think it was my own, mm. my own uh, perception of what what I can do in that moment because mm. of, you know. Right. And so, yeah, that 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 would be. I just didn't want to make it seem like oh, I'm kissing your ass because I'm on your fucking podcast. But that that was <laughs> that was that was a nice moment for no, me. That's that, real. That, that's real. And and I only wish that I would have had more of that freedom and more of that playfulness. I wish we had some more time, bro. Yeah. I wish we had some that more was, time. That, that little that high and was not fast. enough, bro. I'm like, but that Damn. was that was good because I felt like you know there was just so much tension and so much buildup for that that mm. when I finally that when these two characters finally met, you know that that needed to be. All that shit needed to be exposed one way or another. Like, you fuck my business. Up. You fuck my yeah, business. You fuck my, like, no, you fuck my business. Fuck my... So it was that was that was a nice and it was a surprise only because again, I was able to kind of just go. Yeah. You know? and, and then and on top of that, Kane come out. He's like he's like wait he's like wait, Diana. I'm like oh I'm about to go meet her. He's like damn cold world. <laughs> I don't think that I had the courage to sort of, but this this one, which we obviously can't talk about, but there was a lot of unearthing of new things. Just because, you know, and I think that this is very nice, very nice about the people that we work with. Right. Um, you know, as a writer, you see something when you're writing something. Mm -hmm. But then when it actually comes into, comes alive, there are things that, so there is a through line that has been established, and I'll say it in just a, there's been a through line that has been established. There's these types of relationships that have been happening all along. Right. And sometimes in the process of delivering this line, per se, mm -hmm. you have to be conscious of something that I've already built already with this right. character or with right. this moment, or with this, you know what I mean? And the interactions that, and how they're going to be. So necessarily, like, if you script something a certain way, okay, that's clear enough, but there's baggage right. and there's all kinds of shit that we wouldn't say this to each other this way. Can I try saying it like this? Right. Mm. And so... So that happens this season? That in season three, there was more of that stuff. Well, when you come back on, we'll, t we'll talk about <laughs> yes, season, season three. three to talk about I season also three. have to ask you this last question because people got mad last episode when I didn't ask someone this. Um, if you could play any character in the power universe other than Lorenzo, who would it be? I'd love to revisit Tommy. Mm. Yeah, oh, Tommy. Yeah, that'd be mm. dope. Yeah. That's a crazy a, a version of a, a Latino version of Tommy, I think, yeah. would have been really fun, too. Yeah. Really fun, mm. too. I mean, and, you know, kudos to Joseph, man. He, yeah. He, <laughs> I, I met him, dude, and it, I just, I, I was, I just, you don't know what to say to the guy. Yeah. Man. What he's done, man, yeah. and what he's created, I mean, it's just... Kudos to him. But yeah, no, I think... Johnny hates this part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, uh... 
That that would have been a fun. Yeah, he he fucking he him and Omari just like what they do together. So I mean, home. that that was that was that I was mean, fun. listen, it's not the boys. <laughs> it's not the boys. <laughs> I knew it was history be, his, his, history repeats itself a little bit. Yeah? yeah, yeah, dude, it's great. No, I'm, I that would be it. That would be it. Yeah, yeah that's fucking awesome. I love you, Berto, as a human, as an the actor, as man, everything. Berto. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. We're gonna have you come back on season three. Oh, yeah, yep. season three, we got a lot to talk. Yes, we See, do. When the when the ghost actors come on, I it's like we can't talk about it but we're yes. gonna it's unpack like everything like, you like, guys what are, can you say what can right. you not say yeah, how much bro. are you gonna give you know i'll give right. away but i'm not trying to have nobody at our doorstep no 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 <laughs> hell no <laughs> we, we want to keep this going yeah we, we want to keep this going, going <laughs> whatever whatever it is we just want to keep it going right. however you know the, right. the, let the universe continue to uh, evolve and continue to expand right yes 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 plug what you got going on you have a movie coming i want all that stuff we can replug it because it'll be closer when you come out but instagram socials all that so you listen there's a lot of new that i'm, I'm going to serve you to, fill a, to shoot a film uh, in another week and a half. I'm ex extremely excited about that. Um, speaking about deals and brands, I'm actually, this contract is different than before. So I actually, you know, without being able to talk about it, without talking too much about it, I'm kind of part of what happens in the aftermath of nice. whatever happens in this movie. So I'm really excited about that. Nice. It's not a big deal. Right. I wouldn't call myself a producer just yet. Oh, just yet. Just yet. Not but, just uh, yet. Maybe in a few months. Maybe in the, so. Thank you, Michael. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really excited about that. And, and, and you know, I, you know. He's going to be a producer. <laughs> he's, he's actually directing the film. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I think, you see, I'll leave you with this. I think it's important for us to kind of be able to be, you know, efficient in both mediums. Shooting in a, shooting shooting TV right. is not shooting film. Mm. Very you, that is a you fact. Professionally, have done that already a couple times. Mm -hmm. And I think in order to graduate to the next level, you have to carry a feature. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to carry that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is what I'm kind of aiming at right now. You know what I mean? So, you and the fact that first. I'm doing this in Europe, the fact that it's going to be four weeks in four. production, it's it's hard because, once again, I have to rely on my children. Behaving and my wife kind of like taking all of that on her own, right? But she's she's a trooper. She's a warrior She's a blessing. She's my angel and um, Notwithstanding the worrying I'm really looking forward to like isolating myself and just right being in a fire in a foreign fucking country and yeah. just doing the work see that's a good guy he didn't plug his instagram he plugged his wife yeah. that's a good guy work but follow me at gianni vp no, <laughs> well instagram is alberto cologne e-l-b-e-r-t-o-c-o-l-o-n because you know you have to plug and there's the an underscore at the end plug the brand. no not underscore just alberto cologne like the berto cologne you yeah. know how everybody does the real this yeah. and the l. but oh. l l in espanol nice. macho puto is oh. alberto cologne <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, where is twenty two slash Michael Vaney Jr. on Instagram? Word. Where's twenty two on TikTok? Um, yeah, I'm here. Where's twenty two vlogs? Oh yeah, the vlogs on YouTube. Vlogging. I always forget to plug this. We going crazy. Where's twenty two on YouTube? Make sure you guys go subscribe. And yeah, the boys got a hundred k plaque over here. We try and get a million plaque on the other channel and get another million plaque on this channel after that one. So yeah, go subscribe. Yeah. At yeah. Johnny V Pelo. <laughs> uh. That's it. I don't got anything else. That's it. <laughs> Michael Rainey Jr. Uh, give us one. Listen, baby. The crew has it, baby. Yes, sir. El the crew Berto. has it, and Alone you have it. Thank you, Birdo. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, yes, man. Sir.